0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the League of Extraordinary Excellence. I am your host, Josh Harris, and we are joined by two co-hosts. Unfortunately, Dan Martinez has some coronavirus-related stuff that he has to deal with. Not sickness, thank God. Unfortunately, affecting his job. Man, I hope everything goes well. Uh, But we got a new person. Andy Zayner of the Zane Train. Welcome.
1: Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the time.
0: And again, we are going to be joined by my lovely co-owner, my beautiful wife, Kaitlin Harris.
1: Oh, you're so nice, but I probably don't have much to share today because I don't have too many jokes on the lineup today, but I'm excited to listen and butt in when I'm not needed.
0: (laughs) All right. So, Andy. Ready to break down some news before we get into your rebuttal.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's there's not much going on in the NFL right now. Um, you know, with no, the no coron- shit. With there's the, not much going on in any sports right now. Yeah, with the coronavirus, but um, I feel there's a there's a few updates that we that we can touch on.
0: Well, I'd like to break into some of our league news. The League of Extraordinary Excellence deserves their fair shake at this. So for the rookie draft. It is three rounds, of course, but we are doing linear drafting. I repeat linear, which means not serpentine. So one through 10 and then one through 10. It does not snake back. Andy thoughts.
1: So, um, I think, uh, you and I touched on this actually, um, a couple months ago, I think we were, um, you know, kind of tossing around ideas and I actually liked that it's linear, um, it actually adds, I think, a, um, if you want to call it a fairness factor to the league, um, you allow, when you have a linear, in a rookie draft after year number one, it allows teams that maybe aren't performing very well or um, need more draft capital, need more help, you know, to improve their lineup, to give them a chance to get, to get near the top and improve. Where in Snake, um, perfect, of course, for Startup Dynasty, um, where you have to kind of even out um, the rookies and the initial draft. But definitely for um, after year one, for rookies only, linear totally makes sense to, to even the playing field for everybody.
0: Right, and exactly. And hence why we're doing a lot of these uh, interviews and breakdowns and stuff like that. I want this league to be as competitive po- as possible. I mean, I really want the bottom of this league, to be missing the playoffs by literally a game. That's perfect scenario. Obviously, it's not always gonna work that way, but like I said, perfect scenario. And dead air, so.
1: <laughs> well, we this by saying that <laughs> my handsome husband and I since becoming a reputable wife had already drinking three and a half bottles of wine cause AKA quarantine. we've been home, so all we've been doing is drinking all day. So, this is going to be an awesome podcast here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, another thing you brought up was the roster size. So, yes, obviously I said teams are going to have to cut down their rosters. Yes, it's going to have to happen. However, I know the rosters are locked. So, here we go here's a compromise I'm going to do that I've already kind of made a decision on. I will open up the rosters a week before the NFL draft. So teams can make room for their future draft picks.
1: Andy, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think that is, uh, that's fair. Um, Obviously there's, you know, in between, um, you know, obviously OTAs look like they're not going to happen right now. Um, a lot of the training camp but um, right there's so much that can still happen between now um, the draft after the draft in into almost week number one with potential trades injuries there's a lot of different scenarios that um, that can happen right in between that time frame so I think opening up right before uh, week one of the season makes 100 percent sense so you mentioned trades.
0: Trades are open right now, so you can make trades. There's no no issue there. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, trades are basically the main thing right now. Uh, as far as the main roster is concerned, uh, I know you mentioned the IR people. So just remember, when you cut people, in order to actually move other people around or add people off your roster uh you will need to clear out everyone that is eligible to play so if someone clears off ir which i know most people haven't uh like i have lamar miller he's still on ir even though he's actually healthy um but you have to clear out everyone that is eligible to play andy are you texting i'm not okay are you getting text messages
1: no I keep hearing... That was my computer going to sleep. Oh, okay. All right, just saying. Yes. This is live, by the way, so I'm yes. leaving this in here. <laughs> this is a live podcast. No, that here. is okay. Wait, I have some data. Because it's live and because you guys are off track, and my handsome husband's going to yell, yell at me at this later, but I have a joke for you all. I want to know, why did the football coach go to the bank? Why? To get his...
0: Quarterback, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, too d- bad. oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I think I got something for that. And to be honest, she deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I be um, oh, but also, with the rosters being opened early, uh, let me tell you uh your fab budget starts that week so from the time i open rosters until the end of this football season that is your 100 dollar fab budget so please everyone be mindful of that
1: i'm giving you the warning now there's no excuses andy i uh, you know you know i mean i'm so tempted to just Spend fifty dollars right out of the gate on someone I really love, but yeah, I know you gotta. Once you use it, you lose it, so you do definitely have to be mindful of it. That's just for sure. Right. So now we're
0: gonna get into real NFL news. Uh, NFL. I really hope this is true, and I hope it comes to fruition. I hate this fucking Corona bullshit. Uh, The NFL is planning for the season to start on time. That does include if they have to cut short like OTAs or train camp or anything like that. So with that regard, I loved uh, Goodell's next thing where he literally shut down all the GMs and literally told them all to shut the fuck up. If you say anything bad about this draft going as planned,
1: there will be punishment. Andy, what do you think? I actually really don't think, you know, I thought about this. Because there's no one physically at the draft, and it's really a virtual draft, if you will, as they call it. To me, to to have the draft right now really doesn't impact anybody's health, you know, whatsoever. There is nobody there. They're doing it all, I would say, pretty much online, right, on the Internet, selecting their players or – However they're doing it now, if, you know, the coronavirus um, keeps getting worse and worse into OTAs and training camp, that's a different, that's a totally different topic where I could definitely see the season being, you know, shifted back or, you know, things may have to happen. But as far as affecting the overall draft right now, I don't really see how, how this really impacts really anything because there's nobody present.
0: Well, so the only thing uh, that a lot of people were complaining about was that these GMs cannot have face-to-face interviews in person for obvious reasons. So that's the main reason they wanted to postpone this because they wanted to actually have these face-to-face interviews. And I I kind of understand it, but at the same time, as a league – man, you need whatever you can right now because there's nothing else coming in. Like, you need every bit of, like, publicity you can get.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you on that. I think to, to kind of um, chime off of, you know, have these in-person visits, I would definitely say it, it, is, it does make selecting some of these uh, upcoming talented wide receivers, quarterbacks, running backs that have an injury history – um, not having that face-to-face interview and inter- interaction does make it difficult and it does make it a risk if you do invest some significant draft capital in these players. So it, that is something to think, think about. And I definitely can agree with them on that.
0: Yeah. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't disagree. I mean, you are literally a lot of these GMs are playing for their jobs, so I can understand why they're upset, but at the same time, you got to understand the league is a business, so when they can get there, I, I think this is going to be the highest ever rated NFL draft because it's the only piece of or of sports news that's going to be going on during that time.
1: I, I actually probably I hate to say it is sometimes unexciting as some of the the draft is. I I feel it they it may get ratings through the roof. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it's, it's going to
0: be insane. Uh, so another piece from the main office, uh, the playoff expansion has officially happened. So there will be seven teams from each conference, which means last year the Steelers and the Rams would have both been in the playoffs. And I believe that means the Chiefs and the Packers both would not have had buys. That is going to be interesting. Here's my thought on it. Jeff Fisher is definitely going to come back to being a head coach. Mr. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) That dude is Mr. Mediocre, and you know how many times he's been the 7-seed, like, just missing the playoffs? That dude is about to be so... Like, as soon as he heard that was about to be a part of the league, I bet you got a hard on. I
1: I mean, kind of to tangent, or not to tangent off, but to comment on that, though, I actually love Love the new format. Um, I don't know exactly your thoughts on it, but I'd love having uh, the additional two teams. I think only giving the best team in each conference a buy um, m- m- honestly makes it a little bit more interesting. Um, even if you look back to last year where I think, like you said, the Packers would have had to play the Rams and the Chiefs would have had to play the Steelers. Um, that definitely would have added a, a little bit of a, t- a twist and definitely could have... I think changed the outcome um, for sure in the playoffs going forward there.
0: Yeah. Well, so in the Packers case, I don't know if they would have beaten the Rams. I agree. The Packers, man, they're, they're probably the worst. What were they? 13 and three. We were. Yes. Like they did not feel like a 13 and three team. No, they as I as I always they said, they felt like more of maybe a nine and seven, ten and six at best team.
1: Yeah, I as I said all year, <laughs> um, they were probably the they won in the most unsexiest fashions every week.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the the Chiefs would have absolutely smoked the the Steelers, but I think they would have made it interesting. Like I, I I've told Nez this before. <laughs> I think. Whoever the Steelers' quarterback was would have played the most magnificent first quarter ever, and then the Chiefs would have done the Chiefs come back and win after uh, being
1: down probably at least two scores. I hate. I. Hate, I mean, I hate to tell Nez this, but I mean, if he had any faith in Duck to take him to the promised land, he's sadly mistaken.
0: No, he he's very realistic. He doesn't believe that Duck <laughs> or Mason were ever the answer. <laughs> Um, so another bit of news, Clowney is still waiting for the right deal. And I've actually heard that the jets are making the are trying to make a run for him. I,
1: I don't, I don't know. I, I could see it. I mean, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, even, I think he was at, um, I actually read this today. He, he wanted 20 million a year. Now he, he uh, stripped it down to seventeen. Um, I seventeen to eighteen. Seventeen yeah. to eighteen, right? Yeah, I th- he is. Don't get me wrong. He is an impact type of a type of player. Can rush the passer. Um, you know. Can I duck. mean, he
0: almost single handedly wrecked the Packers' win.
1: Right. Exactly. He he is a playmaker. Um. Unfortunately, I mean, to to give someone a long term deal, as with a lot of players in the league, you know, seventeen million over. Maybe I'm sure he wants a four five-year deal on that you know that's just a lot of that's a lot of cap to give up for uh, one guy
0: yeah I mean uh, Clowney he's been kind of subpar for what he is I mean everyone considers him one of the best players in the league but realistically if you're one of the best players in the league why aren't you I don't know being considered to be traded for two first rounders like mm-hmm. Khalil Mack
1: or in the same regards as an Aaron Donald. Yeah, no, I agree. I think to me, I think I, on I, um, I mean, I personally think, I think an injury history there with Connie, I feel he has been, he has been hurt. I, I mean, I don't actually can't even remember if he's actually played a sixteen game season that I can remember when he was with Houston or Seattle last year. I know he was hurt with numerous abdominal injuries, I think lower body injuries. So um I mean I can definitely see that may being being a high a risk for some teams and they just don't want to take that on.
0: Right. And rightfully so, if you're gonna offer sixty to seventy million guaranteed, I mean that's that just makes sense. Yeah, correct. So, he was a Bill O'Brien product. Moving on to the current Bill O'Brien trade asset, Laramie Tunzel is set to get an extension, and he's set to be the highest tackle in the NFL. I don't believe this has happened yet because, of course, Bill O'Brien, being Bill O'Brien, is taking his sweet-ass time and is probably going to end up trading him away. trading them away
1: for, like, a second-round pick. Oh, man, I just can't. I've lost all faith in that franchise after they traded DeAndre Hopkins away. I really have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kudos to the to Arizona. Um, <laughs> I have a couple. Hey, of, I'm all for yeah.
0: Arizona getting exactly... I, I mean, they... I had no... I had no faith in that team last year. And I don't even think... I. Kyler Murray should have never won Rookie of the Year. It should have went to A.J. Brown. But, point aside, they did exactly what they needed to do and get weapons because Larry Fitzgerald is very old. He's going to retire. He's been hinting at retiring. He's only 38, by the way. <laughs> o- only 38 for a guy that needs to be moving around a lot. <laughs> He's not protected by
1: five guys. so. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I, I, I know. I think uh, you and Nez commented on this um, a while ago, and I just, you know, at the start of free agency, I was just blown away that 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 trade actually even existed today. <laughs> you know, uh, to, it it was basically, honestly, DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Yeah, you can say there were a couple picks shifted around, um, but I mean to have to, it just. For the simple fact that he's a top five option in all of the NFL for, I mean, what I would call a broken down running back at this point is just, I mean, like I said, kudos to the Cardinals for getting that done.
0: Yeah, the Cardinals easily made one of the best moves outside of maybe the Bills, but I mean, the Cardinals definitely have a much more accurate quarterback than the Bills, but let's not get sidetracked. We're going to move on to Tampa Bay. Tom Brady gets his number 12. Chris Godwin gave it away. TB12 still
1: exists. I did, you know, I did, I did actually read about that the other day. And, um, I mean, I guess I would say good, good, (laughs) good, good for him, I guess, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure he wanted, he wanted that, wanted his number 12, wanted the number obviously. And, um, I'm sure it was a pretty, a pretty easy trade-off, um, considering, you know, Godwin's going to have about 120, 130 balls thrown his way this year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, I think he's going to be the new Edelman. And I believe you said you had some
0: Edelman news for me.
1: (laughs) I do. So actually, um, talked about earlier this afternoon, there is rumor, um, still pretty, pretty speculative, but there is rumor that, um, the Lions and uh, Julian Edelman have been in potential trade talks for the Lions to acquire um, the veteran wideout. See now,
0: I've already mentioned this before with Nez. The fucking Lions are trying to be the Patriots, and Matt Patricia is not Belichick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I agree. I that's why I, I think it's, they've actually, you know, to be honest, they've acquired a lot of uh, Patriot players this off season. Um, And, you know, when I read the news, I know it's really early. So who knows how how serious these talks really are. But I mean, hypothetically, let's say he would get traded to the Lions that would, you know, from a fantasy perspective, his value, in my opinion, would be substantially hurt um, going from a guy, you know, even when he had Tom Brady to a number one option to maybe now you know, you got some weapons there and carry on Uh, Kenny Galladay, you know, he may become the number, maybe number two guy. Um, You know, he definitely would see less targets. There's no doubt about that.
0: Well, I don't, I'm not entirely sold on this new England offense. And speaking of the new England offense, Stidham is on, on pace to become the starting quarterback for new England. Like I've told Nez, I, I only hate it because I've not heard anything bad about it. And I do not want to see New England do well. However, I have also heard that New England is in the market for Tua.
1: That, you know, that seems like a significant... I, I can agree with you. I have heard no bad news about um, Stidham at all. Um, I have heard they want him to potentially be the starter. Um, and it gives, I guess, gives that should give him more confidence because today they did say they have no interest in signing Dalton um, or Cam whatsoever. So um, it seems like his job is kind of safe at the moment. But you know, the draft to me, the draft capital, they would probably have to give up to to get up to. I mean, in my mind, probably the number five spot um, where the Dolphins are. I think would would almost be too much for uh, you know how. Belichick typically runs uh, runs his team. So, what makes that interesting with the Dolphins? It is Flores,
0: his former guy. I mean, you never
1: know. Yeah, you you don't. Um, there, you know, people always do in the draft. It's that's that's why it's sometimes so exciting. People do things that kind of make you wonder what's going on, or you know, you, you know what they're thinking. But it, it's definitely possible. I mean, if they you know, Belichick doesn't really see a future um, with Stidham. I mean, a- anything can happen, right? It's just a matter of how Thanks. much equity do you really want to give up to acquire that, to acquire Tua right. or uh, Justin Herbert.
0: Absolutely. And before we move off that, biggest news of the day Tampa Bay has signed their backup quarterback, Lane Gabbard. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's jumped around the league. I guess he's a, what I would call a serviceable backup. I guess if you're in a pinch, Um, but definitely not a guy I would recommend as a, as a second string guy.
0: I mean, it's, it's amazing that we have Jameis and Cam Newton both just sitting there. I, I feel like neither one are, are going to be signed until after
1: the draft. You know, in that I can even say even Andy Dalton, who I actually think is a very – he's not the most – he's not an elite quarterback, but he is more than serviceable. I mean, I saw it – you saw – people saw it last year. Well, um, I thought Andy was going to be – I thought Andy Dalton was
0: going to be on the Bears.
1: Okay. Sure. No, that does make a lot of sense. Instead of fools, I mean, obviously they, they signed fools instead, which was another head, kind of a head scratcher for me. Why? Um, obviously that's a huge contract. Right? Yeah, they obviously don't have faith in uh Trubisky, which I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's the last year of his deal, hasn't really shown that he can carry the weight. Um, but I I thought maybe yes, yeah, someone like Dalton would maybe be a better fit because you kind of know, you kind of know what you're gonna get. I mean, he's shown years of serviceability in um, in Cincinnati where Foles has kind of jumped around and had, I know he's, he's, he made you know, he won a Super Bowl, um, but other than that, he really hasn't done anything throughout his career. He won a Super Bowl, but.
0: He didn't win. Oh, that's Cam I'm Newton saying. did not win.
1: Said, no, not Cam, I'm t- uh Foles. Yeah,
0: well, okay. So falls. Well, I don't know if you've heard that episode with the falls news, but I think the Bears are literally thinking they're gonna do genie in a bottle magic here.
1: It's man, well, I I would tell them good luck, I guess, because <laughs> I feel that if, Nick Foles has only been good in, to to my knowledge, one system that he's ever, in, which is when he was with Philadelphia, pretty successful. Other than that, uh. I haven't really seen much from him besides being hurt and being on the bench. I was going to say, wasn't Nick Foles with the Rams for a little bit? He was, and that was very short-tenured as well. I think it was, if I I remember, I think it was him and Sam Bradford at that time. I I could be mistaken, but I want to say it was those two that were on the team at the time. (laughs) So that's kind of what you're dealing with there, yeah.
0: So another fun piece of news, Antonio Brown...
1: Working out with Hollywood and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he—that guy's never going to be back in the league, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, you know. I—I I don't think anyone wants to deal with that headache. Yeah, I actually love Antonio Brown as a player. I really do. So talented. Um, he just—he made too many mistakes, and at this point, um, kind of like you said, I just feel. No one even wants to be a part of that. You know, I mean, it's kind of like a three-ring circus. So I can totally understand why no one's even interested. I know I know Tampa Bay Tom Brady vouched to get him on the team to have a three-headed monster and uh that definitely didn't work.
0: Well, we don't think it worked, but I'm not I'm not gonna rule that one out yet. Okay. Okay. Tom Tom Brady, I
1: as much as I don't wanna say it. He's the goat. He he is. He's got he's got the accolades to prove it. And I I mean I don't know about you, but I'm actually super super excited to see him play in Tampa Bay this year. I really am. I am really excited to see him not in a Patriots. Game. <laughs> I can 100 <100% laughs> percent agree with you on that as well. <laughs> uh,
0: so now we're gonna go to the big star, Dallas. Alden Smith making a return.
1: I mean, what, what? I mean, was he? Wasn't he like, I relevant for one or two years? I mean, well, I, I mean, I, well, of
0: course, then he had his drug issues yeah, I mean, and alcoholism, and I don't. But I, I think it was a lot of weed stuff. So now that the weed stuff is out of the way, Alden Smith is like, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm I back, mean, baby. I
1: mean. I don't. I wouldn't call that signing a, you know, like a blockbuster signing. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, I'm not gonna say that it, it's not gonna work out for him. I don't even know what the deal the deal was for. Maybe if they got him for cheap. I mean, of, I don't think it was. I don't think it was for a lot. Okay, then. I mean, it's probably worth the risk because he did have elite skills when he was in the league. You know, I mean, he showed promise. Obviously, he just couldn't stay off the stay off the marijuana. Um, so I mean, yeah, I guess it's worth the risk. You know what's funny about that is Robert Gregory. Do you remember that guy? Is that the guy that's now the UFC fighter? Or no, am I thinking of somebody else?
0: No, that's Greg Hardy. Okay. Um, but
1: Robert Gregory,
0: I, I believe he was from Nebraska. But that guy could never stay off the marijuana. Literally has the same ability. In my opinion, just based on tape, obviously they... Ne- Gregory never got to prove it because he was always suspended, but he was always on the weed like, like Josh Gordon, but man, Alden Smith, well, Alden Smith, I think had like some, I don't know if it was him or not, but weapons charges maybe, but man, so much, so much talent just gets wasted it sounds like, on
1: stupid stuff. That's like. I- I, like literally just wait like 10 years
0: and do whatever the hell you yeah, want after
1: that. I agree. I feel Josh Gordon <laughs> is a perfect example of that. He, to me, he actually had all the talent in the world to be really good. I mean, he showed flashes in new England and even in Cleveland for all. Yeah. He was Antonio Brown yeah.
0: before Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah.
1: He, I mean, he, he showed potential. There's no doubt. I thought he was going to be early on his career. Really good. Just uh, unfortunately couldn't, couldn't stay out of trouble.
0: Right. So one last piece of news that I got. I cannot even believe I'm reporting this, but the New York Jets are shopping Jamal Adams.
1: Um, is there any, you know, I'm actually going to follow up with that. Is there any, is that, is there any reports of maybe possible destinations even, I mean, obviously that's always good maybe from a fantasy perspective, but even from a team perspective, I know last year, uh, the the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys were very interested. Is that still, yes. is that kind of where the rumor is That is, is still? exactly
0: okay. where they're looking is Dallas. Okay. That
1: actually could be a very good fit for him to, as an actual football move too, to be honest.
0: It, it makes a ton of sense as an entertainer and an athlete because you can get all the endorsement deals in the world, but where the hell is Dallas getting all this money?
1: Yeah, I feel you know. I talked about this with a couple other couple other people um, a week ago. I said, aren't they already capped out? I mean, you know, they signed Zeke, Amari Cooper, and I know they only take Dak, but they're gonna sign him to a, I don't know, right, probably four or five year deal for thirty between thirty and forty million dollars. So, I actually don't really know how they have ex- to have how they have any cap left to sign anybody else.
0: I, I literally think they're trying to make this move for Dak to take a discount to be like, hey, listen, we'll get you all the pieces and then we can get you all the Super Bowls and you can eclipse like Troy or Staubach or any of these guys. I think that's where they're trying to go. I That's the only thing I can think of.
1: That's actually, I think, why maybe as much as I hated Tom Brady on the Patriots. I loved his attitude for that. He always took less to make his team better. I mean, he averaged between 18 and 20 million a year, which is, I mean, nowadays, right? For a quarterback, that's nothing. Um, that's peanuts. Yeah, that's, to, chunk yeah that's chunk change. for. But his goal was to be able to sign elite talent um, to make to make his team better, make them Super Bowl contenders year after year, which they proved. So... I mean, I feel like that's kind of what it comes down to nowadays: is able to take a little less to make your team better, or, you know, kind of cap strap your team, and you you know, um, you only have two or three solid players, and the rest are, you get you got to build through the draft. That's really the only way you can do it.
0: And I was gonna say, now look at Brady. I mean, he gets to go wherever, and he's his legacy is never gonna be tarnished. He gets to pick and choose his advertising campaign. He doesn't have to worry about Chunky Soup. So. <laughs> that is
1: very true, very true. All
0: right. So before we move on to your rebuttal, I, I, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for whatever you think that we did wrong. But one thing I do want to do is uh before the nfl draft i do want to do a recap of our previous rookie draft and see how everyone did so we're what i want to do initially is go pick by pick and see if it was bust or per like bust perfection or weight so
1: that that's kind of what i'm thinking man that you're almost setting me up because I feel that I had two gems that I stole last year. I mean, you have one of them now. I mean, I did trade you one, um, but I mean, I, I feel like I struck gold last year in just the two picks alone, so that that should be an excellent episode.
0: Well, I also feel like you traded one of your picks to end up being a gem. Highly, highly, uh, highly possible. <laughs> so, do, do you remember
1: that pick you traded to Tim I do and that's actually one of the things I actually wanted to comment on today with you is I know you guys were talking about on your previous episode about he did um I think he had the the fifth pick in the rookie draft last year if I'm not mistaken right he he drafted AJ Brown I think it was the fourth it was actually. it the fourth okay um, I think it was the fourth and I think maybe it was the fourth or fifth I know it was one of the two that's what I had in the rookie draft But what um, was definitely omitted um, was when I traded that pick away, I actually used the two picks I got from Tim to acquire Christian Kirk and Kenyon Drake out of that deal, which – in hindsight, okay. that was a total win for me. Definitely not a I, loss. I won't disagree with that. Yeah. I won't disagree with that. So that was one thing that yes, AJ Brown, I could have had him and that and that's assuming I would have drafted him in that spot, right? That that you're we're assuming that things the same scenario would have happened. Maybe, maybe not. But um looking back at it now, for me to be able to move up to acquire um I know yeah, to acquire I mean, maybe not at first, but to get Kenny on Drake and Christian Kirk, which to me were actually solid foundational pieces, I actually um, am actually pretty happy and satisfactory. No, don't get me wrong. AJ so, Brown is going to So be... hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. So this is going to be officially the rebuttal of the Zane train, a.k.a. train wreck number <laughs> one. So hold on before you toot yourself too hard here, all right? All right. Uh, Kenny on Drake... When you got him...